Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Travel Tidbits podcast. My name is Taylor. I'm one of the agents here with Pineapple Escapes. And today I'm going to be doing a trip report on my most recent trip to Epcot's International Flower and Garden Festival. Now, every year they hold this festival, typically from the spring through the summertime. And it's super fun. They go through and the horticulture team actually puts together these really cute Disney-themed character topiaries that are spread out all throughout the park. So you get to see all of your beloved characters, and they're usually doing something within a garden. So for example, they had one that was, of course, showcasing the 50th anniversary, but it was Mickey and Minnie. And then behind them was Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and Donald and Daisy all planting in a garden. So they're really fun. They also have a bunch of different characters that they add each year, but then a lot of the ones kind of stay the same. So yeah, this is a trip report for that. The first thing that I do when I arrive there is I always pick up a festival passport. These are typically available at the front of the park or wherever you check in. They also have them, I think, at a lot of the vendor stands and inside most of the merchandise shops. But this is basically going to walk you through everything that they have there at the food or at the flower and garden festival. So they do have the topiaries. Those are kind of just spaced all around. It's fun to take pictures in front of them. Kind of go find your favorite characters. Kind of like a scavenger hunt. They also have merchandise that they do release for the flower and garden festivals. This year, their merchandise was heavily orange bird themed. So orange bird is kind of the unofficial mascot of the festivals of the Epcot International Festivals, but he's the cute little orange bird. He kind of looks like an orange for the state of Florida, but they have these cute Mickey and Minnie or these cute mini ears with the ears actually made out of orange slices and an orange bird in the middle. Of course, they have an orange jerk orange bird spirit jersey and then they also have some other flower and garden merchandise items including the mickey mouse home garden and they have one of a bee it's called spike the bee so they have a a few cute housewares of him the other thing that i really like about the flower and garden festival which i've done most of Epcot's festivals that they put throughout the year, but the Flower and Garden is one of the few where they come out, or I think it's the only one, where they have the limited edition gift cards. So I've only gotten this one year. It looked like an orange, but it's it's a small gift card, and it's typically on like an elastic band that you can put around your arm. You can fill it with any amount above $15. And it's super easy to just put it on your wrist. And as you walk around the festival, you can pay for everything really easily at all of the vendors. They're also just a fun collector's item for that year. So this year they have one that's shaped like a flower. And it's got pineapples and orange bird. A theme that I noticed this year, which I'm going to be really honest, I wasn't paying attention previous years when I've been, was that they featured a lot of pineapple things. So they actually have a cart there 
It's called Pineapple Promenade. Of course, I had to go visit it, and I was not disappointed. So the Pineapple Promenade had, of course, Dole Whip. They also had a spiked Dole Whip with alcohol. I did not try that one. I was only there for one day, so I ended up skipping out on the Dole Whip this time and opted to get a local sparkling wine pineapple flavoring. So I went ahead and I got the Florida Orange Groves Winery Sparkling Pineapple Wine from St. Petersburg. It was really good, super sweet. It was kind of like a Moscato, but they had a bunch of different things. There. They have a specialty Dole Whip and then, of course, that, that one that was the, the liqueur on it. They also had a pineapple beer flight, so that kind of sounded interesting, but I opted for the sparkling wine. And that one is actually uh, near the port of entry. So it's not in the world. It is in the World Showcase, but it's like right at the beginning of the World Showcase. It's over on the the Canada side. So if you go in over on the side where the living with the land and the land and sea is in Figment, if you go in on that side, you'll pass it. But then throughout all of the World Showcase, they also have local vendors and stands set up with food and beverages. This year, uh, because I was only there for one day, I didn't have a lot of time to go around and check out all of the vendors. Hopefully, I'll be able to go back again. The Flower and Garden Festival does go through July 4th, so you can always go back during those times. It's, it's a pretty decent chunk of time that they do their festivals for to kind of maximize people visiting as many times as possible while they have that. But I highly encourage you to go and check out all of the food. Every time that I've tried food there for any other festivals, it's been really, really delicious. It is a little bit pricey, so just keep that in mind. Most of these are not full meals. They're actually going to be like small snacks or bite-sized things that you're getting. And then the the drinks are typically full-size drinks. But a couple of my favorite ones, of course, the Pineapple Promenade. I've also had... I did the Fleur de Lis stand in France. I got the La Vion Rose Frozen Slushy, which is always a great choice. I think that they do this for multiple festivals because I've definitely had it multiple times out of the year. I think the last time I had it was in the fall time. But that one's a classic. I've also had the beignets there. And then I always like going through China. They always have at the the Lotus House a jasmine draft beer. That's really good. Kind of a little bit on the sweeter side. So it's not, I'm not a beer person. So I do really like that one. A couple ones that I wish that I tried. I started looking for the little booklet that they gave me on my way back to where I was staying that night. But they had a pineapple skewer at the Africa's Outpost. And then they have a poppy flower margarita in Mexico. So maybe when I go back, I'll be able to try those. The other thing that I did was I did try the Epcot Sunshine Griddle. This was actually right outside of Test Track. So I was on Test Track. I was leaving and it was right there. There was zero line. It was breakfasty type food, but who doesn't love breakfast food? So I got the avocado toast with marinated toy box tomatoes on toasted ciabatta. It was really good. That one was actually like a pretty hearty sized portion and it was just beautiful to look at. I also got the corned beef brisket hash. 
that one was really good too. It came with like these large hash brown donut hole sized pieces over mix of veggies and corned beef. And then with a soft poached egg on top and hollandaise. So those are both really excellent. They also have fried cinnamon roll bites there. I was about to go eat dinner in like the next 30 minutes to an hour. So I wasn't going to go all out. I'm getting the dessert, but maybe next time. Um, something else that they do, and they usually have one of these for all the festivals because they like to get people involved. But this year, they are doing a garden graze menu items challenge. So if you pick up the festival passport at the beginning of the park at the very back of the park or at the very back of the passport it does have the garden grays completion rules you basically have to purchase five menu items from the garden grays locations it does list off the things that you do need to get and then after you've gotten the five stamps from each of those locations you bring it back over to pineapple promenade and they give you a completer surprise. I did not do the competition because I didn't get to stop by all of these, but the completer surprise, I did get to see it at Pineapple Promenade. I asked them about it. It's super cute and definitely worth it if you love the Flower and Garden Festival and, and, and you like kind of those limited edition items. The other thing going on, which I wasn't able to do while I was there because they just started it, Last week, I believe on the 31st, is the Easter egg hunt. So every year, Epcot, throughout the World Showcase, sets out the egg extravaganza scavenger hunt. This is also going through the end of the Flower and Garden Festival, which is July 4th of this year. And you can go through and search for all of the hidden eggs. And the eggs always have the classic Disney characters on them. So I've done this egg extravaganza challenge once. It was a lot of fun. You walk around the whole world showcase and they're kind of hidden somewhere in each pavilion. I always took a picture with them to document my time there. And then you do get like a fun little commemorative map where they do give you stickers to put on each of those once you find which character is in each location. And then at the end of the extravaganza hunt, you can stop by one of the locations, one of the merchandise locations, and they give you a little prize, which is your very own mini Disney character themed egg. So I did that a couple years ago and I got home, I got to take home a mini egg. So that's always fun, especially if you have kids who like to do those fun challenges. Anyway, that is my trip report on the Flower and Garden Festival. It's always a really fun festival. The topiaries are beautiful and colorful, and the food is always really, really great. So I highly encourage you to go check this out if you're planning on being at the Disney parks anytime between now and July 4th. If you are looking to book your trip, you can always reach out to us directly here at info at pineappleescapes.com. Thanks, guys, and I'll chat with you soon. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com 
and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.